The best conversations I have with my colleagues are the ones that happen when no one is looking, when we're not 100% sure yet what to write. Hopefully, having conversations like this can help you figure out your own point of view. That's kind of our job as Washington Post opinions columnists. I'm Charles Lane, Deputy Opinion Editor. And I'm Amanda Ripley, a contributing columnist. We're going to bring you into these conversations on a new podcast called Impromptu. Follow Impromptu now, wherever you listen. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. That's what I always say. You always follow yeah, the money. Yeah. This is Follow the Money with Mitch Moss and Polly Howard on VSIN. Welcome back, DraftKings Sportsbook, official sports betting partner of the NFL. This week, new customers can bet $5 and pocket 200 and free bets instantly. Download the app, use code VSIN when you sign up. Got to be 21. DraftKings.com for full details. Derek Stevens uh, chiming in. I spent a lot of time making sure that the shower was great. I can't stand a hotel room with a shower with bad pressure, bad space, or temps that go up and down. And uh, I have it uh, top three. Uh, I think we have the same rankings as the best shower of our life. Penthouse. Right, Michael? Penthouse. Wednesdays think, with the Maestro here. Mike Palman Studio. Yeah, back. Yeah, VP of Circa. Welcome back. First time in a couple of weeks. Oh, yes. I really appreciate it. Good morning, Mitch. <laughs> Uh, good morning, Paul. Good morning, Christmas Cove, Maine. Oh, our loyal wow. and very, very relevant Nesson family. Santa Claus, Indiana, Peekaboo Marquee. We see you. Noelville, Ontario. Mm. O Canada on Rogers Sportsnet. Bethlehem, Pennsylvania. We say good morning to AT&T and Solvang, California. That little town nestled up in the hills there. What a Christmas spot that is. Sunrise over Spectrum. The time that you spent on that alone. Mitch, this morning. Mitch, I started at 8, at 8 p.m. last night. Yeah. Slept from 11.30 to 12.30. Went straight through here. Is Slovenia <laughs> a good spot? We considered going through. We were well, you, close you to. You must go. You must I go. My, when my my father was still alive, they came out here in 06. We we went to California and we went up to Solvang. He loved it. My mother loved it. My my first wife loved it. It was tremendous. Okay. We saw you. were This is not on the air, but we saw you last week, and you predicted that the Commanders would be the number one most popular team in Survivor. Mm-hmm. They were. Good call. Did not go well. 16 people had them. $6.1 million on the line here at Circus Survivor. It's down to 14 teams. So you weren't surprised by that at all. And uh, they just laid a dot, uh, laid a, an egg. You know, I was on, I go on with the Michael Lombardi on the Lombardi line on Thursday mornings. And I predicted 15 or more uh, commander's picks uh, or Commodores, as he calls them. And, and he said, oh, no, you can't. You can't do that. You can't. That's not a good pick. I said, there's nothing left. What do we know? We know four people will take the Packers on Monday night that have them left. We know two people will take the Chiefs. And then what do we know? Right. We knew there would be four Vikings. Oh, my God. Oh, four oh, Vikings and the Browns. Oh. I wouldn't have known. That, that was there risk. Was, How about that pick? I wouldn't have known that there would have been five other picks, you know, on Saturday to get through. And then, yeah, the commanders didn't get there. So, I mean, we went for seven weeks. We went from 110 to 70. And then in two weeks, we went from 70 to 14. Now, 420 some thousand yeah. dollars is the implied right. value of each ticket right Man, now. And it should Incredible. be 10. It should be down to 10. 
Yep. But now the <laughs> great timing, Maestro. <laughs> now the insanity begins. Okay. Paul, Paul made a comment a couple weeks oh. ago, and he said, if, if the Texans beat the Titans on Christmas Eve, this thing might be over. So let's just go through yeah. the avail. And, and Gil's done a great job of breaking this down in his show that follows this, a numbers game. Chiefs are a 10-point favorite. None of the 30 have, or none of the 14 have, have them available. Mm-hmm. Bills are a nine-point favorite. Nobody has them available. Okay. 49ers, seven. Nobody available. Yep. Ravens, eight. Nobody available. Cowboys up to five now off the Hurts news. Nobody has yeah, them. Yep. 13 of the 14 have the Titans as a five-point home favorite against the Texans. Now, here's where it gets interesting. Two have the Bengals. Yep which I like, three and a half at Patriots, but they've saved them this long for the million. Are they going to use them now? Here's what I think the sneaky pick will be again, the Vikings. Don't you, the Vikings against the Giants, they're three. I made a note of that too. But don't you have to get something other than the Titans in case they lose, you could win six million or it'd be down to two yeah, people. Right. I mean, I, isn't that game theory right now? I, I also wrote this one down. 14 have the Lions. They do. Ooh, 14 have the I, Steelers. In the late game against the Raiders. Now, that is interesting because of the timing of the game. Yeah, you're the last game of the week. If if I am the (laughs) enemy with, yes, if I'm the enemy within, I would use that game because he has two of the 14 left. Obviously, he'll take Tennessee. So if he loses that, I mean, who knows, right? So it's all all these other people out. Then you could play the Saturday night game and see where you're at as well. He's the only one with multiple entries. Yep. And under the same name. And then the two that have... Uh, still eligible for the bonus. Six have the Browns. I was going to bring them two, up too. Two-point favorite yeah. at home against the Saints. Yeah. Um, I don't think you can pl- – can you play the? Can you play that Jets-Jacksonville game t- I, tomorrow night? I don't think anybody will get yeah. involved with no. that. Yeah. So it becomes very, very interesting. Obviously, you're probably going to have 10 Titans, I would guess. Let me, let me ask you guys this. <laughs> the entry without ten- Tennessee, and there's only one person mm-hmm. again without Tennessee – they have to use either Detroit, Jacksonville, or Pittsburgh. Mm. Oh, really? Yeah. Good catch. So what do they do? Oh. Do, do you save it for Pittsburgh? Well, I would take yeah. the Lions, but uh, because of the timing, I agree with Paul. Because yeah. of, you will know where you're at. You will know yep. the result of the Titans, and possibly if anybody goes out with the Vikings or Bengals in front of you. I don't think 13 will be on Tennessee, but imagine that scenario. No, all, this person who doesn't yeah. have Tennessee, if all 13 use Tennessee and they lose, and he's got Pittsburgh on Christmas Eve. What do you make the over-under a number of Tennessee picks? I have a number in my head. Well, that's, it is, they, are not, <laughs> they are not playing well. And the Texans Texas should have, have won feisty. the last two weeks. Eight and a half. I said nine and a half. Okay. Nine and a half, yeah. little juice to the under. I, I, yeah, yeah. But I will not be surprised if, let's say, we have 11 on them, and it's only two people who are hoping that they go down and they lose. Okay. I, I would be shocked, though, if there's 13 on them. So would I. Yeah. Now, how about the entries the following day on Christmas? Christmas you have that night? written down? I, I yes, do. I do. The uh, 11 people have the Chargers. Okay. That's Six, Monday night. Yes, it is. Mm-hmm. Six have the Broncos. Five have the Buccaneers. Five have the Dolphins. But six entries have already used the Buccaneers and the Dolphins. Hello, and and one and that's the enemy within. The enemy within does not have uh, Tampa Bay or Miami so on, on both selections. Yes, so he has both. the Chargers on both. Though. Yeah, yes. So now my question to you is: Would he, if there was ever a time to use the option, go Chargers and Colts? You could. Yep. Does he have Colts he, available? Yes, he does. He also hmm. has Denver and Rams. I guess available. it depends what happens Saturday too. Are you still yeah, still right, at fourteen? Right. right. Going into Sunday. I yes. mean, it's it's very, well, now it becomes personal, right? When you're finally down to this number, just a little more than 10, now now they all become human beings that we get to learn and know exactly what they have left. Right. Okay, but do you do that? So the one person who has two entries left, do you go both sides in one game and burn what your tickets are worth? You know, it, it's interesting to do that, but you can also look at what the money lines are on the other games and parlay them. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Because mm-hmm. if you play the Monday night game, you're going to know on Sunday going in who, who the picks are on Sunday morning. Um, you know, you can make that money line parlay of those teams, mm-hmm. right? I said, I said that the five people that went through on Saturday with the Vikings uh, and the Browns should have bet 40000 on the Commanders, right, to pick up twenty. Yes. They lose the forty, but their ticket went from 200000 to four twenty. So you blow forty, but you picked up $225,000 in value. And if they wouldn't have, you're still at 30, you've more than paid for your whole outlay on the season. Okay. So yeah. if, if Tennessee wins this week, how long does the contest go? 
it's going to go all the way through the end, right? And then I guess how many entries do you think will actually be there in the very end? It's all. It's, Can you make it's, a number on that? Well, you never. That there could be madness. Watch the Colts show up on. on oh no, no, I understand the twenty sixth. I mean, but I think the Tennessee the Tennessee game this week is yeah, the key to yeah. the whole thing. Yeah. If Maybe. you if you had all picks available for Sunday Monday, who would you take? The Buccaneers are the biggest favorite on the road against Arizona. I I can't I, trust I, I that have pick. To, really? If it's McSorley though, if it's McCoy, I that's see where a, you're coming that's from. That's a bad bad team. If it's the Buccaneers are bad. They're really bad. They are really bad. Yes, they are. They are really god awful bad. Did you watch that third quarter? Yeah. Did you watch that? Might have been the worst worst, quarter I've seen in a decade. Mitch is right. It was one of the worst halves of football you're ever going to see. If you had a ball, they were minus nine eighty-eight when they went up seventeen nothing. I was looking because I was thinking about do you take a shot on Cincinnati? They played so well, right? And they just maybe Tampa Bay doesn't score the second half. Yeah, I I, you you want to trust Miami, but. Green Bay season. Well, this the is a, these guess. are elimination games for both these teams in yeah. my mind. Yeah. Well, the these, Miami can still beat the Patriots. They could, but I mean, they, they've lost three in a row, Paul. Yeah. yeah. And I, I live and breathe. Uh, I would not be surprised if the Chargers lose Monday. Yeah. This is what that would be do. the most shocking of it all would to be. me. When do the picks have to be in? Yeah, I believe it's it, so. I believe you go um, at midnight Saturday night uh, for the for the Sunday Monday for the Sunday Monday slate. Okay. Okay, so they got to be in by midnight mm-hmm, mm-hmm. the next day. Yeah, Pacific, Pacific, I believe. Yeah. That's what we did with, with the, the, the how we do the Thanksgiving week as well. Okay. The night before. So proxies are going to be potentially, or are people going to be in town, you think? It's Christmas, though, so how does that operate? Yeah, I'm sure they'll be. They have to Plenty. be here if they got, I mean, there's only so many people left. Right. I, think, I think they have <laughs> to make their holiday plans around coming to Las Vegas so they can be in a position to hedge and take, you know, whatever. Yeah, unless you can get down somewhere. Where you live, you where you know it. that the, the books are going to take that money. Mm-hmm. That's the thing, too. Another pro tip: uh, if you're still in this thing, uh, you're probably you're probably pretty good if you're remaining. But I would say you need to reach out to the books in advance of where you live and say, "Here's the situation. How much can I get down?" Yeah. Take? Well, it's a little bit like the story of this kid that had the ticket. That's right, twenty six dollars, mm-hmm. and he was here, right, with Bleacher Report, the yep. kid from New York, twenty six to win five seventy, and uh, he needed France in the final. And what was he going to do? He asked us, can he hedge 100000 He this and that. At the end of the day, he, he took probably the best possible option, the cash out for two seventy, two seventy eight or whatever it was. He drove to Arizona to the, to whatever, what was it, FanDuel or DraftKings, to Arizona border and, and, and took the cash out option, mm-hmm. which I think was a smart thing to do. You would have done the same thing? Yeah. Yeah, but I liked Argentina a lot too, and he had France. If I had Argentina, maybe it's, it's only 200000 So the $26 bet. That's don't the you, other wouldn't thing. you take two hundred if yes, they gave it to you? It. Yeah, I mean, you have to think of that as well. Uh-huh. And how's he going to get the hundred thousand together as a hedge? Right, right, right. Will we take it? Yeah, but you have to be credit worthy in order for us to give you, you know, right, right. take the marker for it. There's a process there. The yeah. twenty-six dollar parlay better. Yeah, well right. said. Right, you know? yeah. an explanation. He was here. Derek goes. Oh, I talked to the kid. I said, "Where'd you see him?" He goes. With his phone, he was videotaping the draft of the Holiday Invitational. He stood there the whole time and taped it. <laughs> and Derek went up to him afterwards. How about Paulie Howard getting the Chiefs at number five yeah. overall? Fell right into his lap. Yeah. All hard work, though. Got no cards the whole weekend. Sure, skill. Is that a snap call for you, too, taking the Chiefs fifth overall? Oh, my goodness, yes. Oh, yeah. And the Eagles third, too, when the Eagles fell to third, I think. Wow, yeah. Sure, sure. Mm-hmm. Up next, uh, this. so you haven't been on the show in a while. The biggest gaffes of the previous three weeks. Oh, boy. It's an all-NFL edition. God, can't wait. No hyperbole coming up next. <laughs> I bet you're smart. Yeah, and you like to hold your own in the group chat. We can help you drop even more knowledge. My name is Martine Powers. And I'm Elahe Izadi. We host a daily news podcast called Post Reports. Every weekday afternoon, Post Reports takes you inside an important and interesting story with the kind of reporting that you can only get from The Washington Post. You can listen to Post Reports wherever you get your podcasts. Go find it now and hit follow. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. 
What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. He's, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Follow the Money on VSIN. Bet Rivers Online Sportsbook gear up. It's college bowl season, other game today. Every single day you get a bet on behalf of Bet Rivers when you place a wager of at least $25. Latest odds, lines, and boosts create the perfect college game day experience. Head to BetRivers.com or download the app today to get in on the action. It's a whole new game. Let's go. No bias. You will respect my authority. No pulled punches. Your wife cheated on you because you lost sight of who you are as a man. As a husband. No agenda. There is no fear in this dojo. This is no hyperbole. This is the best part of the week. Here's the maestro, Mike Baum. All right, number five, a long Saturday afternoon. The greatest collapse in NFL history surely deserves a spot on this week's countdown. Is the Colts' 39-36 overtime loss to the Vikings on Saturday afternoon after leading 33-0 at halftime comes in at number five. The Colts scored 33 points in only six possessions in the first half, aided by both a special teams touchdown and a defensive touchdown. In the second half, the Colts had nine possessions and managed only three points. The Vikings closed the game on a 29-0 run in the game's final 16 and a half minutes to send it to overtime. The Colts' nine second-half possessions resulted in a field goal, five punts, a turnover on downs, a fumble, and a kneel down to end the second half. Matt Ryan threw six incomplete passes in the second half, stopping the clock, including two incomplete passes on a three-and-out with under eight minutes to go, leading by 15. With under three minutes to go and up eight, Zach Moss ran out of bounds to stop the clock. And facing fourth and one from the Vikings 36 with 231 to go and the Vikings out of timeouts, Jeff Saturday passed on a 54-yard field goal to go up by 11. Chase McLaughlin was 5-for-5 on field goals, including hitting from 48 and 52 earlier in the game. Instead, he chose to sneak the Camp Crustaceous version of Matt Ryan, who came up short. And on the very next play, Kirk Cousins hit Dalvin Cook for 64 yards and the game was tied. In overtime, after stopping the Vikings, the Colts gained two first downs and had the ball at their own 43 with 2.23 left. But the drive stalled, and the Vikings went 60 yards in six plays, kicking the game-winning 40-yard field goal as time expired. Sadly for Jeff Saturday, he can't play the Raiders every week. (laughs) Yes. Number four, Butchers and Bakers and Survivor Carnage Makers. Thursday night football, December 8th, Raiders at Rams. Baker Mayfield, cut by the Panthers on Monday, signed by the Rams on Tuesday, a cross-country flight and a short practice on Wednesday, and he takes the reins for the defending Super Bowl champs on Thursday night against the Raiders. As expected, the game was mostly a one-sided affair, and it took an amazing confluence of mind-numbing plays by the Raiders to give the game away. Let's begin right before halftime. With the Raiders leading 13-3, they face third and five from the Rams' 10 with under a minute to go. Derek Carr got happy feet in the pocket, climbed up his O-lineman's back, and threw a horrific interception to Ernest Jones in the end zone. Fast forward to the fourth quarter. Raiders leading 16-3. Raiders hold the Rams on third and three from their own 32 to force a punt with 11 minutes to go. The Rams punted, but defensive end Cleland Farrell, the fourth overall pick in the 2019 draft, jumped off sides to give the Rams a first down. The Rams took advantage of the gifted opportunity converting three third downs and a fourth down 
on their way to a 17-play, 75-yard drive that took over nine minutes off the clock. That kind of a drive down two scores in the fourth quarter would have made recently retired, no hyperbole frequent contributor David Shaw proud. (laughs) 16-10 Raiders. The Rams kicked deep, and the Raiders started at their own 25. After two runs by Josh Jacobs, they faced third and one. They ran Jacobs again for no gain, taking it to the two-minute warning. Raiders punter A.J. Cole pinned the Rams at their own two-yard line with a minute 45 to go and no timeouts. After an initial first down gained by pass interference, Baker Mayfield was sacked for a nine-yard loss back to his own 13-yard line with a running clock with 1.20 to go. That's when Raiders defensive tackle Jerry Tillery knocked the ball out of Mayfield's hands and was flagged for unsportsmanlike conduct. Instead of second and 19 from the 13 with a snap likely near one minute, the Rams got a first down at the 28 with a clock stop with 80 seconds left. Mayfield hit Van Jefferson from 23 yards out for the game-winning touchdown with 10 seconds to go, giving the Rams a 17-16 victory. It was the Raiders' fourth blown double-digit halftime lead in NFL record and came less than four weeks after the Raiders lost to Jeff Saturday in his coaching debut with a, with a team he had been in the job for less than a week. That started the survivor chaos, with 11 unlucky souls blowing their chance at $6.1 million. The field would shrink from 70 to 30 that week. Number three, when the Saints go marching out. Let's go back three days in time for our third entry on the countdown. Monday night football, Saints at Bucks. In an NFC South with every team below 500, this was a critical matchup. Fourth quarter, Bucks punt to the Saints after a three and out. Saints take over at their own 47 with under seven minutes to go. On second and eight, Andy Dalton hit Mark Ingram in the right flat. Ingram could have easily picked up the first down. Instead, he ran out of bounds one yard shy of the sticks. There was speculation he was injured during the play, but he did return to action. The Saints threw an incomplete pass on third and one and then punted the ball for the Bucks 44 yard line. Had Ingram dove forward and picked up the first down, the Saints at a minimum could have run the clock down to 3 minutes and 15 seconds or forced the Bucks to use all their timeouts, let alone they have gotten into field goal position. Instead, Tom Brady and the Bucks, who had done nothing offensively since the first quarter field goal, drove 91 yards on 10 plays to cut the lead to 16-10 to 10 with 3 minutes to go. After a 3 and out by the Saints, Brady led the Bucks on an 11-play, 63-yard drive, hitting Rashad White with a 6-yard touchdown pass with 3 seconds left in the game to win 17-16. Had Ingram gained the first down, the Saints would have had a 98.7% chance to win the game. Instead of being in a three-wave tie for second in the division, they would have a one-game lead over the Bucs, Panthers, and Falcons. Number two, a New York state of time. In a game that saw the point spread bounce all over the place from Thursday on, the Lions took on the Jets at MetLife Stadium in East Rutherford, New Jersey on Sunday, with both teams clinging to wildcard hopes. The Jets led 17-13 when the Lions got the ball back on their own 22 with under five minutes to go in the game. Coming out of the two-minute warning, the Lions faced fourth and less than a yard from their own 49. Jared Goff hit backup tight end Brock Wright, who ran 45 yards untouched into the end zone to give the Lions a 2017 lead. The Jets got the ball back on their own 25 with a minute 49 to go and all three timeouts. Let's go through the sequence. Zach White is sacked for a nine-yard loss on first down. Jets do not use a timeout. Next snap at 126. On third and 19, Zach Wilson hits Garrett Wilson for a 22-yard first down to the 38-yard line. Jets do not use a timeout. Next snap, 58 seconds. With 53 seconds to go on second and 10, he hits Garrett Wilson again for 10 yards to the 48-yard line. Jets do not use a timeout. Next snap at 31 seconds. On second and 10 with 24 seconds to go, Wilson is sacked again for an eight-yard loss, and the Jets finally use their first timeout with 19 seconds remaining. With 14 seconds to go on fourth and 18, Wilson hit Elijah Moore for 20 yards to the Lions 40-yard line. The Jets used their second timeout with one second left before Greg DeLeg Zerline missed a 58-yard field goal to tie the game. Immediately after the game, Jets head coach Robert Salah was asked about not taking his timeouts. He said with three in his pocket, he still felt his team had time. On Monday, he clarified his statement, saying he had only slept 30 minutes the night before thinking about the situation but steadfastly stood by the notion that you don't use any of the three timeouts until there's less than a minute to go in the game. He said he did make a mistake not calling timeout after the Garrett Wilson 10-yard reception on second down to the 48-yard line, but he thought they got a generous spot and he didn't want to give New York time to look at it. At that point, the plays don't really matter. Third and an inch or first and 10, you're down now to under 30 seconds left in the game. Mm -hmm. They blew a chance not only to tie the game, 
but to win the game and maybe their season as well. And finally, number one, collateral damage. I'm sure there was no doubt in the hearts of many that the ending of the Raiders-Patriots game would top the list this week. For those that didn't see it, the game was tied at 24 with three seconds remaining. Patriots faced third and 10 from their own 45. The Raiders were in a Hail Mary prevent defense. Mac Jones handed the ball off to Ramondre Stevenson, who ran 23 yards to the Raiders 32 as the clock expired. About to be tackled, Stevens lateraled the ball toward the sideline to wide receiver Jacoby Myers. Myers took several steps backward and then attempted the lateral ball back 15 yards across the center of the field to his unathletic quarterback, Mac Jones. Raiders defensive end Chandler Jones caught the pass from Myers, stiff-armed Mac Jones, and lumbered to the end zone for a Raiders 30-24 victory. It is indubitably the dumbest played in an NFL game I've ever seen. It is easy to put all the blame on Jacoby Myers for his boneheaded toss, but here at No Hyperbole, we go beyond the obvious. What of Ramondre Stevenson? He was told to run the ball for a few seconds and go down. He quickly fell on his sword, stating that if he didn't make the first lateral, Myers wouldn't have thrown the fateful one. Why were the Patriots even handing the ball off? If they didn't want to attempt to Hail Mary, why didn't Mac Jones take two steps back and kneel down? But why didn't they attempt to Hail Mary? What kind of a play call was this by Matt Patricia? And the big question, how in the hell is Matt Patricia still calling plays this late in the season? What would have prompted Bill Belichick to hire him back after his 13-29-1 run in Detroit with a team that Jim Caldwell had led to a 36-28 mark and then tab Patricia to call plays after 16 years on the defensive side of the ball. Can anyone truly be surprised by these results? There you go. Rapid fire. Well done. Good to have you back, Maestro. Thank you. Thank you. No hyperbole. Uh, All NFL edition. Great stuff over the last couple of weeks. Up next, we'll run down our in-pocket plays and uh, these point spreads now uh, all over the map this week in the NFL. to determine the winner of any given college basketball game. Someone gives you 10,000 to 1 on anything. You take it, take it, take it. I'll bet you 20 bucks I can get you gambling before the end of the day. No way. I'll give you 3 to 1 odds. Nope. 5 to 1. Nope. 10 to 1. You're right. I'm thinking about making this one the guarantee again, like we did years ago Monday night oh, don't do it. with Minnesota. Don't do it. Now I need help. Derek, you're a great businessman and a, and a smart guy, Derek. We need to work something out here where if you come and visit the Circa, the first drink is on me. Problem is I can't. I want to live here, but they don't have condos. I'd, I'd love to. I uh, just get crawl out of bed and come down every morning. But if I can't be here, then I would need like a drink ticket or something. You can just say put it on Baldy's tab. But I am so confident that the Bengals house New England in this game on Sunday. 11-1 ATS run. New England, they know the season's over. And to lose like that with Myers and the offense stinks as well. I can't imagine the Bengals don't punish them on Sunday. And I'm also adding the 49er Washington game under 39 and a half. Careful, guys. 39 and a half. Uh, This is Heineke's job, too. If he doesn't play well, Rivera said it. They will go back to Wentz uh, and make a quarterback change. I'm adding nothing, uh, but I'm going to scratch the uh, Bengals-Patriots game now off my possible card for the contest this week. Oh, come on. Yeah, what happened last, last year? Week? Yeah, I know. You loved it so much. Yeah, Vikings lost. In Pocket, presented by Bet Rivers, your hometown book. Check out their daily specials posted after noon Eastern, BetRivers.com. I feel so- good about that selection, Mitch. Soldier Field has always been a house of horrors for Cousins. So. <laughs> yeah, right. And, and meanwhile, how, how, how apropos is it that after that inning, it's, it's on to Cincinnati for Belichick? No, exactly right. right. Yeah, good call. The, uh, so you, you, made, you made a comment during the break on the Bengals. Yeah. In the Friday night contest show that you've been a part of, you yeah. can't win the thing because you're a Circa no. employee. Your bets have been really, really good this year. You, you've been on the Bengals or against them how many times? Seven. And, it's been all winners. Five on them and two against them. So you have this team nailed, pretty much. Uh, even though I think I'm I'm two I'm forty two and a half. Yeah, I can't win. So I'm two and a half bo- uh, points back of uh, Kazarian, the pride of ESPN, and uh, Felica, the pride of Fox. Uh, so this is a good race, though. I mean, it's really tight. What a great format that this Matt Eubanks oh, came up. With. Absolutely, you know what I mean. Great and race. the eliminations, and you don't want to get eliminated at the bottom, and yeah. Uh, you know, and now look at the Mark Lawrence and the, our, our buddy Paul Stone. Paul Stone still has the bowl games, right? I mean, I know some people are switching in NFL gear, but any bowl game from Saturday to Thursday is eligible to yep. use in the contest, too. So. so, yeah, this is the Friday night invitational here. Yeah. 
started off with uh, 16 handicappers. The winner gets $25,000 from Derek Stevens. He's like, right. yeah, let's do this thing. And now you're starting, like, Felique is best bets. He's won 11 of them so I'm far this year. I'm second in best bets. You have 10 wins? He has, I have nine and a half. Nine and a half, okay, yeah. with the best bets, okay. Yeah, I'm second. Do, what would your best bet be this week? Or do you not have one yet? I don't know because I don't know the lines. It, it's live lines on Friday at noon. Hey, okay. That's what we Fair go enough. off of, the Fair live enough. lines on Friday at noon. So there may still be more movement here. I I, I was with you. With, I like the Bengals a lot again yeah. to keep rolling here. And where do you go from there? And, I mean, their defenses should be able to to stop the constant screen game of the Patriots. Oh, the never-ending. How about the Patriots on so Sunday? Stupid. They ran the ball at will and yet could only get, what, 120 yards passing. I mean, there's, something, there's just something wrong there. Totally broken. Yep. 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 How concerned should I be with my future ticket? And Burrow is, uh, has his loss to Kansas City. That Cincinnati could could blow up this ticket. Cincinnati. Are you worried they don't get the one seed? Is that your big concern? I, think I don't think they go to Arrowhead and beat them again. Really? No, I like yeah, it. Yeah, I'm confident Kansas City gets the one or, worst case, the two. I, I, I mean, they played Seattle, Denver, and then the Raiders. They I know the, out the, the, the defense doesn't measure up uh, yeah. to the Bills or the Bengals, but, I mean, he was 28 out of 28, Mahomes, throwing to his three favorite targets on Sunday. They could very easily have lost that game, and not his fault. He did nothing right. wrong. Silly turnovers. Silly. Yep. Silly turnovers. I, I still take Andy Reid over Zach Taylor and McDermott in, in in those big game situations. That's the biggest downfall yeah. for me with the Bengals. I love this team so much, Mike. But, but Zach Taylor is a head coach that I just, I'm not a big fan I of. I think they're better this year than last year, but they had to have so many things go right for them to get the Super Bowl last year. Yeah. They, but meanwhile, they were 4-0 in the playoffs against the spread, too. They covered they were, the Super Bowl. It's what, 18-4 and now, last 22 yes. games? Yes, That is a brutal <laughs> path, though. I mean, there's an excellent chance they open up with the Chargers or Dolphins. And then you have to go, maybe you have to beat both Kansas City and Buffalo to get back to the Super Bowl. I'll tell you what, That's though. It, it, if they beat Buffalo next Monday night, well, it gets cha- very interesting things. for the one seed. That changes things. Yep, right? because the, the Raiders play the Chiefs Absolutely. well. Yep, and uh, by the way, thanks to you. I can't tell you how fun this weekend was and the creativity, and thanks for the invite, but how it played out. And I also will say, if you are a good-sized player, why would you want to gamble, bet sports at any other spot? To because this could be the creativity doing this Again, and then maybe adding other sports or doing it in, I mean, it's, I don't want to give stuff away, but what you guys can do in the future based on how, how fun this was and how much a uh, great time had by all. Thank you. Um, look at the, the blackjack tournament was fun unto itself. A lot of strategy there in the end. Uh, you know, our buddy Amal, he, he, he made a move to try to get the second on the last hand and then it was stuck with a hand he had a double on. So what he did was he fell from third to seventh trying to get second, which was, you know, he ended up with Tampa Bay, which that was his pick. But anyhow, I, the, the draft itself and all yes. the talk during the, the, the four days and who was going to take what, and all I knew was it wouldn't go according to Hoyle, right? This right. was not an according to Hoyle draft. Uh, it was so fun, and I thought, and credit to our marketing team, Jamie oh. Reese, Brooke. Oh, Jamie they, was they, great. They put this, whole, this board they built and the way we did it, Timed it out for halftime. I thought it was tremendous. Created a lot of interest. Uh, the the first thing I said to Derek was, how about we do one of these on All-Star Week? When there's no sports, it's the dead time of the summer. How about we have 12 people and give them baseball futures like this? And he said, that's great, but how about we do one in August for the NFL and we have 32 people? Hello. And everybody, you know, somebody, everybody gets somebody ends Hello. up with the Texans. Yep. Somebody ends up with the Rams. Somebody ends up, you know, there at, you the, go. at the end of it. Right now, you'd have to split it up differently. They're not going to twenty thousand, all that, right? You right. have to split up the prizes a little differently. That's but a that would be idea. interesting as well. I like this though. Right before the playoffs on this weekend, we got to do this every year. It's awesome. This was tremendous. It have was, that Vsin provisional table. It was an excellent idea. Even uh, you and Sean King got eliminated from the Vsin. You guys hung around all weekend. You still love uh, the event so much. I'm, I'm probably going to get divorced. And because of it, and I didn't that's, even like come on, close to another, getting the future Another ticket. thing about it. An and that, that might be a positive. An right. An keep, epic event. Right, yes. Everybody should want to participate then. Where do you go who, from who here? Might be married. <laughs> um, so it's, I think other places are going to be copying this, by the that's way. That's a, a good you, you should have trademarked it. We got to trademark it. We got to somehow protect this thing. Patent it. Yeah. Can, can we you, patent it? Can you take us through the line movement on Monday? Because uh, that was wild for about 90 minutes mm-hmm. or two hours. What took place specifically here at your book? Uh, in this state and beyond, you got you guys are in a handful of states in the Eagles Cowboys game, and how quickly that number moved. Yeah, we were at one and a half uh, Cowboys, and then the news came out he may not play. We took it down. We we reopened at three, 
and quickly went from three and a half to four, then to five. We got to five and a half, back to five. We never touched six. Some books touched six. And now it went from maybe he's out for the season, you know, maybe he's out for the rest of the regular season, the shoulder driven. Now it's he may be eligible to play. And so who knows where this game winds up. P- p- to me personally, I'd like I'd like to take six with Minshew. I'd, I'd, I think Minshew's a top three backup quarterback in the league. I think he gives you a chance to win. I think the Cowboys losing at Jacksonville really takes away their chance to win the division. They had a shot here. They could have put pressure on the Eagles. You can't really now. Eagles want to win. They wrap it all up. They can do whatever they want the rest of the year. I mean, technically, he doesn't have to play till what, the, the 22nd of January yeah, or whatever? Yeah, right, if they in win, the, yeah. In the divisional round that they would host. So... Yeah, it's interesting though with these these injuries and what's he worth? Is he worth four and a half points to the line, five points to the line? Mm-hmm. And I mean, and you always have to consider what's the difference between not just him, but the backup. How good is the backup? So you were taking money the entire time when you moved. It was just like, oh my god, we can't stop oh, this. Yeah. It's three, three and a half. We're still getting money. Wait, it's four. We're getting money still. Like what's going on? Still. Well, you have to find the point of resistance. Well, of course, and yeah. we didn't get it till five and a half. Till five and, and a half. We got any buyback? It, and you finally got resistance yesterday, as other books did, I'm guessing, on uh, the Dolphins game, because that touched six at some spots. Now it's down to four. I, I don't get that, but, you know. They should win. The fact that they got to six, you mean, or that it came back down? That they came back down. I mean, oh. it's, it's points, but, I mean, what does what did Monday night tell you? I don't no. know. They're, they're, playing against a, uh, right. they're playing against a semi-professional team there. <laughs> yes, I mean, yeah. That the Raiders lost to, but seriously. Yeah. I mean, what did that tell you? There was a no shot at I mean, who didn't have that game teased? Who didn't tease the Packers down right. to wonder a pick? And quite honestly, what did they even do to like no. make you think, uh, no. boy, you know what? This team is pretty good. Not really. No, no not this, nothing. This game was, what was it? Three to nothing midway through the second period. I mean, How about the Rodgers INT? Oh. I don't know. Oh, my God. What is wrong with him? There's Miami should there. move it on him. There's something wrong there. Yeah. There's really something wrong there. They have a running game, too. Mm. He just doesn't. I mean, you you can go back and look at several throws this year from Aaron Rodgers from this year alone and say, I've never seen that before in his career. Like, what is happening? And the thumb, you know, whatever the yeah, injury. They, they make a lot of excuses. But, the, the, yeah. but Derek's been talking about it. He loses his top receiver, and this is what the Packers are. Pat Mahomes lost his top oh. receiver. He's the MVP. Yep. Hello. <laughs> yeah. Think about yeah. that. Yeah. Andy Reid's already campaigning for him. Mm-hmm. He said, if, I, if Mahomes isn't the MVP of this league, what's wrong with this league? Yeah, well, Paul's got an angle. What if Josh yeah. Allen plays like uh, he did Saturday night for the rest of the year and they get the one seed? He can't I win? Don't think, I well, think it's binary. I think it's Hurts or Mahomes. I don't yeah. think there's any other options. Let's follow the money here on VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network. Uh, did you have a good World Cup? We'll ask Mike about that coming up. And also, uh, he saves his precious Christmas message for last. You don't want to miss it coming up here. And follow the money. It's VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network. The best conversations I have with my colleagues are the ones that happen when no one is looking, when we're not 100% sure yet what to write. Hopefully, having conversations like this can help you figure out your own point of view. That's kind of our job as Washington Post opinions columnists. I'm Charles Lane, Deputy Opinion Editor. And I'm Amanda Ripley, a contributing columnist. We're going to bring you into these conversations on a new podcast called Impromptu. Follow Impromptu now, wherever you listen. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter let's please welcome jamal crawford to point game king of the court one-on-one tournament if they had it back in your prime do you think you could have took it all i'm gonna be honest with you i don't think i could have took it all but i think i would have shocked a lot of people i think kobe and everybody in their prime kobe would win a one-on-one contest 
Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think. Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. I'm not guarding like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then I, his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Follow the Money on VSEN. Welcome back at a $10 free bet when you sign up for First Bet, VEASAN's horse racing app. Use the code HORSE200 for the $10, plus get 100% match on the first deposit up to $200. Wagering at more than 300 tracks, AI-assisted picks, First Bet app, easiest way to bet on your favorite sport. Secure payments, great customer service, reliable website. Details at VEASAN.com slash horses. Sign up now. Wrapping up the show like a nice little Christmas present with Mike Palm, VP of uh, Circa in downtown Las Vegas, What'd you make of the overnight uh, news that we got in Major League Baseball? Carlos Correa, who failed his physical with the Giants yesterday, turned around. And uh, Steve Cohen, the owner of the Mets, did this deal while on vacation in Hawaii, evidently, according to reports. Correa to the Mets, 12 for 315 mil. You know, I was up writing this Christmas thing. At, I think it was like 1.30 and I see the ESPN. Correa to Mets. Shocker. Correa to, I'm like, what? So I have to open it up. And, uh, you know, this Cohen's a straight shooter. He does what he says he's going to do, and he just wants to win. He doesn't really care how much how much it costs him. So he's going to keep building the team there, and good for him. And I'm glad that Derek Stevens has developed a friendship with him. Good for baseball, bad for baseball long run. Paul, he asked me earlier Why is on. it bad for baseball? Well, his thought was if they keep if they win like every single World Series and they get Come every, on, that's not happening. Let's, know, let's get them to yeah. one. They won't yeah, win of course. in 86. Yeah. I know. We're worried about every World Series. I know. I know. worry about the Padres winning every World Series. Yeah. <laughs> it should be good and light a fire under these other guys. Now, I'm not saying spend like he does, but other people put a good product on the field, no matter who you are, right? You just want to see good baseball, That's right. You? Yeah. Right. Like all these owners have billions of dollars. Come on. Yeah, business is good. The, the A's drive me nuts. It's not a cute yeah. story anymore. It hasn't been for a, a decade. Yeah, good call. You know? Good call. Well, how was the World Cup for you personally? And and, and take us through the handle and the perfect storm where it goes right into the NFL. I, you know, I was disappointed. I look back on it, and, I, and I'm upset with myself. I won, and I had a small ticket on Argentina for a couple hundred bucks. That I, so I, if I didn't, I would have bet him back in the final. But I became too stubborn with totals, and I should have been more in tune with sides, especially when Nigel was so good after the first week. And I just thought there were some obvious spots with sides, you know, and I didn't play him because I'm more focused on totals. So I think I left money on the table there. I, I think we get some crossover because of the NFL, but that was only on Sunday mornings a couple times. I mean, when it's in the summer, the crowds are going to be just as big. I remember in 2018, Mexico played a 7 a.m. game in June. We opened the event center up at 6 a.m. We had 1,200 people out there. And, and you know, it's 100 degrees in the morning like that. And, on the, and I don't even know if we had turf out there yet then. But it, it doesn't turn people away. We had 800 people in the ballroom again on Sunday morning. Uh, 90% for Argentina, obviously. Mm. Uh, the handle on almost every match was six figures. Um, great decisions. I think Jeff Davis... And the team did a great job booking it. Uh, you know, it's, uh, it's, uh, it, I cannot, and, and everybody's saying it's the greatest soccer match of all time. It's the greatest. I don't put it there. And you know why I say it? Because this is a, games with all these penalties to me are not great games, right? I think, I think now the drama and the stage and scoring two goals with 11 minutes left and Mbappe and, and Messi and all that, yes. So maybe it's a top five game, but look, um, will will Messi score a goal was was plus one eighty. Everyone in the world know they would call a penalty on France at some point. I thought it would be second half. It was early. Yeah, everyone in the world knows that. That's the storyline of this tournament. I go back and I think of Tottenham Man City last year, where Man City came back down too, and Harry Kane scores on the last shot. I think of that incredible semifinal match, the second leg at at Bernabeu, where where. Um, Chelsea was up two goals on the aggregate and Real Madrid came back and won and then ended up winning it and beating Liverpool. To me, those are the matches. Now, I don't go back 10, 20, you know, you know that. 
30, 40 mm, years yeah. to all the history of soccer. But for me, that's how I feel about it. Okay. All right, let's, uh, let's turn the Christmas lights on here. Throw some uh, tinsel on the tree and around the house. Make sure the milk and cookies are out. Okay? Getting close. Set the tone here. We want to open up some gifts here, Michael. What is your uh, 2022 message to everybody? It's, it's difficult to coming up with a different one every year. This year, we're going to talk about no room at the inn. There was no room at the inn when Jesus was born on the first Christmas. Mary and Joseph went off to a stable or a cave, off by themselves, off alone. No space was reserved for Jesus when he came. There was no hospitality, no welcome. There was severe overcrowding in and around Bethlehem, and the residents and visitors alike were unwilling or unable to receive Jesus when he was born. The lack of room for Jesus is an age-old problem. There is still severe overcrowding. Our minds are overcrowded with news and information. Our hearts are overcrowded with innumerable concerns. Our schedules are overcrowded with things to do. The malls are overcrowded with shoppers. The highways overcrowded with traffic. The airwaves are overcrowded with noise. Electronic devices are overcrowded with messages. So much overcrowding, we run the risk of not having enough room in our personal inn to receive Jesus this Christmas. The innkeeper in Luke's story appears cold and uncaring, but maybe he gets a bad rap. Caesar had ordered this census of the entire Roman world, and Mary and Joseph arrived in the middle of the night. Was it really his fault the inn was full? When you look at the other characters in Luke's Christmas story, they all have an advantage that the innkeeper didn't have. Mary had an angel visit her and explain that she was to give birth to the Messiah. Joseph had an angelic vision in a dream. The shepherds had the heavenly choir proclaiming the Messiah's birth, and even the Magi had the help of a star. Now, I bet if the innkeeper had been given an angelic messenger or given the heads up in another way, I'm sure he would have reserved a spot for them. The innkeeper represents all of us, every believer, because most of the time we're not going to have a heads up that Jesus is going to come knocking on the door of our life and ask us if we have any room for him. We are not going to be given any special revelation or preparation. Instead, during a very busy time in our life, he is going to show up unannounced to test our faithfulness. And our faithfulness gets tested by how we respond to people in need because we are going to see him in the face of the poor, the powerless, and the less fortunate. We are going to see him in the face of the people who are being treated unfairly and who need an advocate. And our faithfulness will be measured by how we respond to these people. These tests will come when we are tired and irritable and we are doing everything we can just to keep up, like the innkeeper. That's when he will arrive and ask us, do you have any room for me? If we want to have the best Christmas ever, the most important thing of all is to make room in our hearts to receive him. On behalf of the entire VEASAN family, we wish you and your families a very Merry Christmas and blessed holiday season. Goal! Um, <laughs> Too serious. Yeah. The, uh, Good job. I said earlier, I'm okay with people who go to Christmas Mass mm-hmm. on, like, you know, let's say the 24th at uh, 5 o'clock at night, and you have a bet on one of the games. If you track it on your cell phone during, during the uh, you know, time that you're there, is that okay? I may have done it a time or two, but not in that mass. <laughs> right not then. in that mass. Now, Derek and his family, they always go at the 5 o'clock on Christmas Eve. I always go to midnight. I always take my family to midnight, so I'll take my son it's a lengthy uh, one. to midnight. You're a midnight year. mass I'm wow. a midnight. I've always been a midnight mass person. Dad, yeah. You got that from your dad? I got that from my dad growing up. See, we celebrated Christmas at my dad's mother's house on Christmas Eve. So his side of the family all gathered celebrated at her house, opened presents, and then went to midnight mass. And then we went to my mom's sisters on Christmas Day and celebrated with that side of the family. My grandmother, my dad's mother, started decorating October 1st. She had a whole, uh, I mean, wow. I think she had over 30,000 lights when you count inside and out. They wrote a, They wrote a article on her in the Telegraph Herald, the hometown paper in Dubuque, that said some even believe Santa lives in bedecked house. And it was right down... Her house was right down the street from St. Calmkills. They would line up the few weeks before Christmas. It would be, you know, 20 minutes in line going up and down Rush Street to see her house the way she decorated. It was mm. amazing. I would fake an illness to get out of the midnight mass. 
try to get a oh, like every year. Yeah, bad ham or you something. Can't do it. The yeah. flu again every yeah, year sure. at this time. I wanted to watch yeah. movies or something. Stay back. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yeah, but it's good because you can you knock out at two a, two a.m. and then wake up for the presents. It's not like you have a hard time going to sleep when you're up you, that late. We used at night. to do Christmas Eve though. We would do the Christmas Eve gifts. You would yes, get the Santa yes. gifts on Christmas Eve too. Yeah, well, everything, yeah, everything, everything was Christmas oh, Eve. Really? Yeah. Most people the only I know thing, do it on Christmas Eve. Yeah. No, nothing in the morning no, under the tree just, when the kids wake up from Santa. Right. I did Christmas Day. Yeah. But everybody else did. Yeah. Really? Okay. Yeah. 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 Only stuff we did on Christmas Day was stockings. That was how it worked. Okay. Good to see. It's been too long. A minus. A a first ever A. Thank you. How about this? Wow. There you got go. them. I, I would have thought they would have been engraved with the year and then the and then the category. Yeah. Five now. Five and two. Stormy beat me and then char- charge four thousand votes for charge. I take my hat off. He's got to get his own show. I mean, even in the dead of summer, he should have a show. You get four thousand votes. Yeah. But hey. your segment that Mitch Moss created goes back to back, winning the best recurring. Knocking off the dog videos and uh, the Culvers and Portillos, so that that was no easy feat. No and, oh, and Portillos, Culvers and Portillos, it knocked off. Yeah, the fast food rankings. Yeah. Hey, <laughs> you, you cannot handicap human emotion. Sad news today: Franco Harris yeah. passed away, age of seventy-two. Watch Najee Harris go out on Saturday night and run for two hundred twenty-five yards. What a life, Franco Harris. Yeah, no kidding. Great job, Michael. See you tomorrow. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Good sleep should come naturally, and with the new Natural Hybrid mattress, it can. A collaboration between Lisa and West Elm, the Natural Hybrid is expertly crafted from natural latex, natural wool, and certified safe foams to elevate your sleep sanctuary and support a greener tomorrow. Plus, every purchase helps fuel Lisa's work with shelters and those in need. Don't put off a good night's sleep any longer. Get a Lisa mattress today for a sound sleep tonight. Visit lisa.com iHeart. That's l e e s a dot com slash iHeart.